0: So, here's the question, in the print and packaging supply chain, how do we deliver new ideas and innovative practices to continually improve your profit, your brand, and your quality? Welcome to The Gamut Podcast, and I am your host, Jeff Collins, Director of Print Technologies for ID Alliance. We are a nonprofit global think tank serving the graphic communications industry with 12 offices strategically located around the world to better support our membership. You can support the Gamut podcast and content like this by becoming a member at ID Alliance by going to www.idealliance.org. Today's episode is sponsored by Heidelberg Heidelberg has been a reliable and highly innovative partner to the global print industry for 170 years Heidelberg offers end-to-end solutions for commercial packaging and label printers including pre-press printing finishing packaging service consumables and software. On today's Gamut podcast, we're speaking with Michael Toth. He is the National Integration Solutions Manager for Conic Minolta. Or Konica Minolta Business Solutions USA. And Michael has been with Konica Minolta for 37 years, and he's on today to describe a solution they provide their customers. This is consultation services or professional services where they're teaching and coaching lean manufacturing best practices. Well, they'll actually come out on site and do a value stream map and try to find some areas of improvement to optimize productivity, reduce waste and improve, ultimately, customer satisfaction and quality. So we're happy to have Mike on today. Good morning, Michael.
1: Good morning, Jeff. I appreciate you having me.
0: Mike, great to have you on and great to talk to you again. It's been a while. And uh, so today we have you on to discuss a... A solution, a professional service that Konica Minolta offers their customers, and it's called a lean assessment. And this is a uh, a process uh, that you do on site. Uh, you work with commercial printers, implants, production print in general, uh, to improve their profitability, reduce their waste, improve their efficiency by looking at their value stream, in addition to other things that are uh, lean related. So. Can you tell our listeners and describe what that service that you provide is?
1: What what we can do for our customers, we can give them a a snapshot of their environment as it relates to the value that they bring to their customer directly to where where they're we're separating the processes down to the process level and saying this is providing no value to your customer. This step is providing value to your customer. When you look at your business from your customer's viewpoint, then it really kind of gives you a 360 degree look and saying, where do we need to start targeting to either bring in technology or look at why and how we can reduce those non-value steps in our processes. Right. We're going to pair everything for you. We compare everything against industry best practices and against current technology. And we provide that to you as a an assessment.
0: Mike, when you go into a production print facility or a commercial printer, where do you start? What's your process as far as the assessment? How does that go? What does that look like?
1: what i do is when when i'm invited into a uh, environment a print environment the most important thing that i realize right when i walk in is that the people are managing just that environment you have to look really much further beyond just the walls of the uh, print environment you have to look at where the information is coming from that they're wanting to print and where it's going at that point so you have to really look at the entire what we call i we call a value Mm stream from point of inception until point of the piece of material being used or read by the consumer, because that's the intent, that's the value is the individual gaining the information from that piece of printed material. It doesn't really matter what it is. Um, What really matters is how that message is being handled from start to finish. When you walk into a print environment, they're managing just that work in the print environment. For them in the print environment, it's like a big, huge rolling rock coming down towards them of all this work. And they don't know what that is every day and they're just managing it so going upstream where i find um, a lot of additional savings a lot of additional where we're able to meet compliance meet compliance is much better
0: and who are some of the people in the production environment that you engage initially an owner
1: or a department head really needs to uh, enact this to give you permission to go where you need to go um, in, right. in looking at their environment. When we're invited in, they usually say, I want you to look at this segment of the business. And, and usually I'm not really in tune to, to do that. I don't. Um, I've actually turned them down when that occurs. When I explain to them what we do do, usually they widen up that scope a lot of the times and saying, oh, uh, let's look at the entire things. I find it very strange that a lot of owners or managers of print environments don't become their or, or don't pretend to be a customer. And when they do that, I, that is you you find, you see the people's eyes open, wide open and and how much uh, they don't know about their own business. So from a customer aspect, value is uh, all pertinent to the
0: customer. Let me throw an example out. I'm a 50 uh, employer or less commercial printer. I uh, have some core clients, some, some key accounts that provide, you know, bulk of my revenue. But, uh, let's say the the other 40% of my revenue, uh, every job could be different, uh, a variety of different clients. And, um, Maybe I have a storefront, a web to print storefront. I'm taking orders online and I also have a store. Maybe I'm a franchise print, something like that, where uh, I have walk-ups. So in that type of environment, how, I mean, it's pretty difficult considering that I have, uh, I never can predict what the next client may want to have printed. So take me through how you would kind of address that type of a uh, printer
1: you you want to use the pareto principle or the 80-20 rule 80% of the issues that they have are coming from 20% of their customers 20% of their customers are producing 80% of their profit um, so they know people know where there are there are issues are because they're in the forefront and that's the reason you're there you know, right. they're bringing you in they just don't know how to go through it basically when you value stream you're not going to do you're not going to value stream map Let's say you have a customer that's bringing you uh, $10,000 a month every three months, Mm -hmm. every quarter. And you have another customer who's bringing you $250,000 every month, you know, month after month. You'd want to start with that $250,000 and value stream that out. I see. Um, and see where that savings is, because that's going to provide your biggest bang for your buck.
0: And for the most part, many of the processes involved in serving that particular client uh, would apply to other clients and other processes. I mean, you'll have some similarities in processes based off of that analysis of that one customer.
1: You have a lot of. You're in a print environment, so there's similarities all the way through the print environment. You know, there's, you know, the acceptance of work. There's the loading it into an MIS system. There's the make ready and or, you know, creation of art. Mm -hmm. You know, so you have these departments that that, and they're common throughout the print industry uh, all the way through where you get in, where you see a lot of things happen are repetitive processes that can be automated or eliminated or why, you know, you got to think about why you're doing it. Right. All right. I even have to go back and stop myself when I'm trying to analyze something and I'm working numbers and I'm like, why am I analyzing this number? It doesn't really have an effect. So I'm constantly double checking myself. You have to do the same thing. You know, why, why do we need this number? Is it just because, you know, 10 years ago we, you know, someone thought it would be nice to have, you need to look at everything, but. When you start with that that larger, and even then, yeah, it's a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar. You want to do one you want to do one type of job. You want to focus on one type of job. You can't value stream map everything. Mm -hmm. You would be in there forever. You would have too much data to deal with at that point. You want to start with one product, a very common product that's being run through from one customer and look at it. Right. Uh, Example, the dreaded business card. (laughs) I have walked into shops where they're still setting each business card when they have a website as well, you know, but they're still accepting facts right. and they're charging the same amount for a business card, regardless, give them a discount on that, you know, on for using the website. If you're hand setting information and and you're proofing a business card, you're, you're more than likely losing money on that. That's just too much work for, and not enough profit. But if you're, if it's for Aetna and it's, you know, accounts for, maybe 5% of Aetna's business and you have the entire account of Aetna for like 10 states, Yeah, um, you're really, you know, say, well, you know, how are we going to do this? How do we standardize that? Right. Getting to go to templates and things of this nature. We're just showing an assessment when we come in and do an assessment. We're just saying, here's your data in a usable format. You know, granted, we want to correct that, But you want the company to realize what that what that cost is. You need to show it to them.
0: So Mike, let's use that uh, business card example and look a little deeper. We would assume that a business card is pretty straightforward, but as you mentioned, you found that uh, they're doing a lot of work to prep that file before printing it and they can avoid that. They're not charging the client for it, but they can get their client to use an online portal where they have a template and they essentially proof it themselves before they send it through production or send it to us to have it fulfilled. But When we look at something simple like business cards, now there's a lot of variables to that. We could have two-sided printing. We could have embellishments, embossing, spot coding, uh, variable data. So how do we really understand uh, a, a standardized product when there's so many variables. How can we uh, ascertain what that value stream map is? I mean, I can't imagine us stop watching every different variable that goes into making business cards for Etna.
1: when when we walk in, can we stopwatch, can we do stopwatching of some things? Yes, we can. However, when you're doing that, I do averaging. All right. I'll take an average. How many business cards are you doing a day? Because each one's going to take a little bit of different amount of time, depending right. on the art, depending on you know how, you know how many times you go back and forth. You you want to average that out, and that average should be built into your invoice for those business cards at some point. Um, give incentivize um, the customer. The incentive is the bottom line, the one in the lower right-hand corner of the invoice. That's the incentive. Hey, you know, if you have people coming up to your front front door and saying, I'd like a business card, put a computer somewhere in your lobby and, and with some templates and saying, here, type your stuff in. If you want me to do it, it's going to be this price. If you go over there and do it, it's going to be this price.
0: And, you know, if we look at uh, the advances over the last uh, uh, decade in digital printing, inkjet, as well as electrostatic, uh, we see those systems as fairly automated. Even on the finishing side, when we look at uh, solutions like Zuned and uh, uh, folders and cutters and gluers and things like that, um, there's easy ways to automate those solutions together. But again, up front, uh, where you're focusing uh, in the beginning, uh, there's still a lot of area of improvement to uh, uh, add value and remove those manuals, manual tasks. Essentially, there's non-value add uh, activities in areas like planning, estimating, onboarding new jobs, uh, organizing files and artwork, print ready PDF files, things like that.
1: If you look at your printer, your digital printer today...
0: It is
1: about the closest uh, uh, pr- object in your entire print shop to being ind- industry 4.0. And what industry 4.0? All the basis behind industry 4.0 is that it's a completely automated system. You can today you can put raw materials, paper and ink, in one end, and have a finished product coming out the other end. All right. That's all about what industry 4.0 and we've been, and it's getting better and better. You know, we, we have equipment that can say, Hey, look, my quality is not good. I'm shutting down now and I'm calling service. Right. That that's where, you know, that it's automating everything. Oh, you put the last bottle of toner in. I've, I, you know, I'm just letting you know, I've ordered four more, you know, based on your volume. That's where industry 4.0 the next and more important point was is that uh, maybe I didn't uh, I didn't uh, review what a value stream or a value stream map is a value stream map um, relates uh, is 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 nothing more than a block diagram all right where it compares everything to your customers value what they are purchasing so step one you know, we're getting the art we have some going out and looking for the art for that business card because it was low res, right? Mm-hmm. So we're, you know, that may be, you know, the first step that you're, uh, you're on your, your, your value stream map. Um, you know, if I saw that, I would say we need to look further upstream. You know, there's more going on up there. You know, we both know that if you, if the first time you're looking at it is when you get art, you know, there's a whole thing about order taking, but keep in mind, there's two parts of about, there's two, there's only two considerations. Is it a value add? Meaning are, are you adding, are you putting the print on the paper for that customer or is it a non-value add? Are you checking the art and making sure that that art's correct when the customer, you know, is not paying for that? It's not showing up on your invoice. That's right, a non-value add the pro- pro- process there.
0: Very, very good. What What other examples of a non-value add? Let's say up, farther upstream. Let's say I'm a CSR and I'm onboarding a new uh, order. <laughs> Oh, you're a CSR and you're onboarding.
1: Well, the whole process of onboarding a new order is a non-value add. The customer is expecting that. When you're an Amazon and you're ordering something, are you paying to place the order? Um, no, you're not. You know, you're paying for the product itself. So the whole process of putting that that order in in your system is a non-value add. Right. Um, you know uh every every aspect about it that's why web to print is so important because it's the the customer is is actually doing their 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 sh- fair share now keep in mind I'm talking about smaller orders. I'm not talking about the Macy's catalog. Um, Those orders you do need a uh, CSR for. You need to know, you do need to process those types of things all the way through because of it will, those those items and those type of orders do show up on the invoice. So look at your invoice and look what, what you're charging on there and look at the value stream that you're across and saying, well, where do these, where do those items show up? It's usually two things. It's the business card and shipping. If there's a shipping charge, it's usually the order and shipping, even cutting that, cutting down that business card. That's an expectation everybody thinks, you know, the business card is a, is a standard size or most of them are a standard size. People, that's the expectation.
0: No, that makes sense, Mike. And I uh, appreciate you spending time with us today. And ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to find out more about lean assessments from Konica Minolta, from Mike's group, his team, feel free to contact Mike at J-T-O-T-H, that's J-T-O-T-H, at K-M-B-S dot Konica Minolta Dot us or just visit www.conicminolta.com for more information. Thanks, Mike. Take care. I appreciate you having me. Thanks for listening to the Gamut Podcast. If you have ideas, suggestions, or would like to join us or even sponsor future podcasts, simply email me at jcollins at idealiance.org. That's J-C-O-L-L-I-N-S at idealiance.org. Take care and have a productive day.